Thank you for listening to the Radiant Church Podcast. For more information, visit us at weareradiant.com. All right, listen, I would normally tell you to take out your worship guides because there's some notes inside. There's no notes inside of there tonight because we want you to download the app. The notes for tonight's message are only available electronically on our app. And so you need to download it. You can follow along. We are in a series um, and finishing it up tonight called The King Has Come. I've taken the last three weeks at kind of explaining the role that Jesus was prophesied to have 2,000 years ago, but also what I believe the role he wants to play in your life today. The prophecy was given by a guy by the name of Isaiah, and he wrote it 700 years before Jesus was ever born. So we're going to look at this, this, this passage together, and we're going to read it out loud together, Isaiah chapter 9, and you're going to see the roles that Jesus was prophesied to play, and I believe the roles that he wants to play in your life that'll change your life forever. Here's what it is. Let's say it all together out loud. Ready? For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Let's say it again from the he will be called. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. I started a couple weeks ago telling you how he's your wonderful counselor. He wants to move you from where you are to where God wants you to be. And then I ended that message saying he's a mighty God. He's got the power to see whatever breakthroughs necessary in your life come to pass. He's a mighty God. And then last Sunday, I talked to you about how we all need him as an everlasting father, a father that'll never leave us, never abandon us. He's available for your life. And tonight, I wanna talk to you at Christmas Eve about how he wants to be your prince of peace. Prince of peace. Peace. He's, he's the Prince of Peace. In a, in a season where Jesus is announced that he's the Prince of Peace, doesn't it seem like we lack a lot of peace today? Yeah. There, there's just a lack of peace. Let's just be real. This entire holiday starts off with Black Friday with people fighting at Walmart over toasters. There's a lack of peace in the world today. Like if you, you turn on the news, there's a lack of peace. You, you go to the malls, there's a lack of peace. If, I mean, it's crazy. And then you get family involved. I don't know about you, but when family's involved, the peace leaves right there. It just goes. The stats tell us, I, I found these, these are pretty funny. 61% of people expect to get in a serious argument with their family on Christmas Day. How many would say, that's probably us? Come on, how many? You're sitting next to a lot of them. Don't raise your hand, that's not a good... I thought this one was pretty good. That one stat said that 35% of people polled believed that their family had overstayed their welcome within 24 hours of arriving at their home. We all know those people, don't we? Listen, it's a lack of peace in our life from the shopping, the traffic, our family. And really, this, this, this Christmas Eve, I want to present to you a level of peace that maybe you've never known before, no matter what goes on in your life. When you think of peace, let me give you a picture of what I think peace looks like, and it's our buddy that you know him. It's our buddy, Baby Yoda. Come on, how many know Baby Yoda? When I look at Baby Yoda, I think that guy has peace. Like, how do I get that peace? And so you're sitting there thinking, man, if I, I, just, I just walk around with my coffee, I look like that. Maybe it's not that. Maybe it's your Starbucks like there. It's your pumpkin spice latte, and you're walking around going, oh, man, look how much peace. But how many know when you drink that coffee, there's 
That doesn't bring peace into your life. It, it bankrupts you. Then you think, well, I know it'll bring peace if I had some money. Oh, that'll bring peace into my life. Give me some money. But people with money know that money does not bring peace in your life. If anything, it brings more chaos into your life at times. Then you say, oh, I know. I'll have peace in my life if I just experience love. Oh, like baby Yoda has it. You know that love, if I, if I just found that boy or that girl and, and then I would be happy and I'm telling you, if you're not happy now, you're never gonna be happy in that relationship. It's not gonna work. And then I know what you're thinking. You're going, well, I know what I need. I know it'll solve all of my problems. I will feel so much at peace if I just had a baby. That's what I need right there. I just have a child, and then all my problems are solved, and all the parents are laughing right now. <laughs> because we know children don't bring peace into your life. And then I know what you're thinking. You're going, well, if I just, I know, I know what I need to do. I need to get out of my element. I need to go somewhere else. I know where I can find peace. I can find peace at Disney World. That'll find peace right there. But how many know you get there and there's long lines and it's heat and the heat and it's overpriced food and you're going, I'm just not experiencing peace. That's so much of our lives today. And I think many of you guys have come to Christmas Eve and if you were to be honest with us today, you're in a time where it's very difficult for you to experience peace. That is the scenario that the prophet Isaiah spoke into. The country of Judah at the time was being raised by, ruled by an immoral king. The country was in a state of chaos, moral and ethical decline, spiritual disaster, and they thought things would never change. And the prophet speaks and announces about a Messiah that'll change everything. I wanna bring the same announcement into your life today where you think things will never change, they'll never get better. I'm gonna show you who he is tonight. He's called the Prince of Peace. It's two Hebrew words that are sar shalom, sar shalom. Two words that you probably have never heard before. Let me tell you what they mean. Sar means that he is the Lord. He is the chief. He is the general. He's the one in charge. Like you, you want a sar, you want somebody in charge of the situation. But he's not just in charge of anything. He says he's the, he's the man in charge of this word called shalom. Now, shalom is, is a greeting that, that people in the Jewish culture give to each other. They walk up, they'll say shalom. And what it means, it means rest, contentment. It, now, just get this. That means if anybody walks up to you and says shalom, here's what they're saying. Chill out. That's what they mean. That's all it is. It's just chill out, like, like relax. And, and so what Jesus comes on the scene is, is listen, I'm coming on the scene and I am the man in charge. I am the captain of of contentment. I am the Lord of rest. So I've come to talk to some people today and you go, I can't find peace anywhere. I have good news for you today. Peace is not a feeling that you're gonna find. Peace is a person and his name is Jesus and he's available for your life today at whatever location you're at. Come on, we can do better than that. Give him your best praise today. He's available for your life. So let me give you some examples of how you need Jesus to step in your life as the Prince of Peace. Three things, and then we'll get into our candlelight ceremony. Number one is this. When people are crazy, I want you to know, Jesus can bring peace. I don't know about you, but I have some crazy people in my life. Anybody have any crazy people in your family? Come on, can I be you? Y'all threw those hands up way quick, way quick. I know they were throwing them out at Brandon. I know you were. Some, some people in here, you go, no, no, there's nobody. I believe there's, there's at least one crazy in every family. 
You know, it's the uncle, it's the cousin, it's the in-law. And if you really would say, Aaron, there is none in my family. Well, you're it. It's you. I'm telling you, I just wanted to help you tonight. It's you. There's always some. People have the craziest way of disrupting your peace. I could be having the greatest day, the most relaxing day, everything be going good, and one person could say one thing, say one comment, do one thing, and it messes me all up. It actually happened to me a couple weeks ago. I had a really busy weekend and, and um, a lot of stuff going on. And so I got to this place where I was like, I'm, I need to treat myself. Like I told Katie, I was like, hey, Katie, is it okay if I go, like, go to the spa? Like I know it's weird, but I need to go. Like, I, I, and my back was hurting a little bit. And I was like, I, need to, I just need to have a moment. And I just feel a little stressed out. I'm going to have this moment. So I, I go and, and go to this spa. It's, it's, it's an amazing experience. I had this awesome experience. You know, the cucumbers, the whole deal. Like I was in my, I was in my element. Don't judge me, all right? So I'm in this moment. I'm the last client of the night for this, for this place, and so I go to leave, and I am just as relaxed as can be, and I go to walk out to my car. It's dark out. I go to this parking lot of this place I was at, and as I walked into, out to the parking lot, I stepped out. A car comes around the corner, full speed in the parking lot, and doesn't see me, and I literally have to jump back like this, throw my hands up, and yell, bless the Lord, you know, like something... <laughs> And, and I'm super, my peace went right out the window. And this guy, I mean, speeding in the parking lot, like almost running me over. I was mad. And true story, I go and get in my car. I look at my phone and there's a text message with somebody text me and said, hey, Pastor Aaron, was that you in the parking lot? I think I might've just tried to almost ran you over. <laughs> and they go to our brand and location. You know who you are. <laughs> Not gonna call you out right now by name, but uh, it would be fun for Christmas Eve. The peace goes right out the window. We've all had those moments, haven't we, where, where we feel like we've been betrayed, we've been abused, we've been neglected. People have this way. They hurt us, they abuse us, they disappoint us, they take advantage of us, they let us down, they refuse to change. Some of them change too much. They, they lie to us. Sometimes they're too honest with us. People have a way of ruining our peace. Jesus talked to his disciples about people's way of ruining their peace by saying, listen, listen, people are gonna hurt you. They're gonna reject you. They did it to me. They're gonna do it to you also. And Jesus responds to it, this whole thing about people, and he says these words right here. I have told you these things so that in me you may have what? I'll say it out loud. You may have what? You may have peace. In other words, I know people are gonna do all this crazy stuff. I know they're gonna neglect you. I know they're gonna disappoint you. I know they're gonna frustrate you. But if you'll put your hope in me, no matter what people do around you, you can have peace within you. You can take courage. I have overcome the world. Jesus can still bring peace. Come on, give him better praise than that, amen? Here's number two, ready? When storms are overwhelming, Jesus can bring peace. There's so many times in life where storms feel overwhelming, and that's so many of you guys right now. If you know anything about Florida, we can have a beautiful blue sky day, and with a matter of seconds, what can happen? Everything can change. And if you're not prepared for it, you can get caught off guard. If you're new to Florida, get ready. It'll happen to you too. I actually had this happen the other day. I went to I went home, um, got done working about 5:30, and drove to my house. And from my house 
to Disney World is a little over an hour. So we do passes as a family every other year, and so this is our year on at Disney. So I go and drive in my parking lot, I mean my, my uh, driveway at my house, and I get out and I go, you know what? I haven't done anything with my girls in a while. My older girls are seven and five. I said, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna take them on a little daddy-daughter date. I'm gonna go to Disney with them. So I walk in the house and said, hey girls, y'all wanna do something fun with daddy? They're like, yeah. I said, hey, let's get in the car. We're gonna go, it's gonna be a surprise. So they think I'm gonna take them to go eat somewhere. It'll be fun, you know, that kind of deal. They're all excited and we leave, we jump on I-4, we drive over to Disney. They're freaking out. Daddy's taking them to Disney. It's late at night, it's past bedtime, but it's fun. We're gonna break all the rules. So we have a lot of fun. We're running into the park. We go on the first ride. We're having a blast. We get off the first ride. We walk through the, the little store at the end of the ride and we walk out to a massive thunderstorm that we didn't know about. I mean, it is crazy there at Disney. The water's everywhere. People are, people are sitting there and they're, they're walking through the water, walking through the stuff. And I'm sitting there going, girls, we have a choice. We can either run to our car and go home or we're gonna keep riding rides. What do you wanna do? Let's ride rides. So, so we're walking, we're running through the park. They all think I'm a terrible dad. I promise you, everybody there was judging me because everybody else has their poncho on, they got their umbrella going, and they're just walking. Here's what they look like, okay? This is, let me tell you what they're looking like. There's me, and I'm there dragging my kids through the, the water. We're running like this, they're soaking wet, they're, I got a cold, it doesn't matter, we're gonna ride Tower of Terror, whether you like it or not. We're running through this thing. And then everybody else who is, who is prepared is walking around the park like, you know, they get the little ponchos on, which my girls were like, can't we buy one of those? I'm like, no, they're sold out. You know, you're talking, <laughs> I'm cheap, all right? So everybody else is walking like this, just, ah, oh, there's Mickey. Look at the fireworks. The storm is everywhere, but they had some kind of protection around them that I didn't have in my life at that moment. And I want you to know today, when it comes to your walk with Jesus, you need to understand there can be storms that are everywhere around you. But if you'll keep Jesus in your life, here's what your life is gonna look like. Ready? Ready? The, 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 the marriage relationship, the issues can happen, the financial struggles, but God's people walk around like this. It's okay. God is for us. God's on our side. It may be chaos around me. It may be chaos in our country, but not in my life. I have peace because the Prince of Peace is involved in my life. Come on, give him better praise than that. Amen. I feel like Mary Poppins right here on the stage this Christmas Eve, right? Here, here, let me just show you it in the Bible. Ready? Mark chapter four. It says it like this. A, a, a furious squall came up, a, up and the waves broke and the boat, and they were nearly swamped, and Jesus was in the stern. The, the, the boat looked like it was going under, but Jesus was on the boat, sleeping on a cushion, and the disciples woke him up, and look what happened. They said, teacher, don't you care? And I think a lot of you guys, listen to me, a lot of you guys are asking God the same question. Don't you care about this relationship? Don't you care about this issue? I'm, I'm going through Christmas Eve, and don't you even care, God, that I'm struggling with this? And Jesus got up, and what did he do? He rebuked the wind and said to the waves, quiet, be still, and the wind died down, and it was completely calm. I'm telling you, when you invite Jesus into your storm, no matter how crazy it is around you, it can be calm within you because Jesus is the Prince of Peace. Can we give him a little bit of praise? Can we honor him a little bit today, amen? The last one is this, and the worship teams can come at every location. It's simply this, and I need you to get this because this is the most important. Because when the sin seems unbeatable, I want you to know, Jesus can bring peace. 
For thousands of years, humanity has tried to bring peace between themselves and God because of this issue of sin. And let's be honest, we all have these issues. We all have things we do that we don't wanna do. We all have these struggles. We all have these things that the Bible is very clear, and I want you to hear me at every location. Your sin separates us from God. The reason that you live in a lack of peace is because you're separated from the peacemaker, from the Prince of Peace. So while there was no solution that man could offer, we couldn't do enough good things, we couldn't give enough money, we couldn't sacrifice enough to bring peace in our souls, God said, I have a solution. I will send my son and he will be the prince of peace. He will be the one that'll step in and he will solve our sin problem once and for all. And I don't know what you've done for your sin issues in your life, but I wanna tell you today, the solution that God offered to bring peace between you and him was Jesus, and it's still the solution that is available for your life today. <laughs> Romans chapter five says it like this. Therefore, since we have been justified, that word justified, a good definition is just as if I have never sinned. So here, here it is, justified. It's, it's, I have such peace with God. I'm not walking around with shame and guilt because of what I've done, because I've been forgiven. I've been justified. So how do you get forgiven? How do you get this in your life? He says it right there, through what? Oh, let's say it out loud at every location. You're justified through what? Through faith. So it's not the good works you do. It's not how much you volunteer. It's not how much money you give. We are justified through one decision, and it's putting our faith and then in Jesus, and then he says this, then we will have what? Look what it says right there in that verse. You'll have peace. So, so, so the solution to your sin is putting your faith in Jesus. So, so how does this look? Let me remind you of his name. His name is the Sar Shalom. So he's peace, but he's also the captain, the general. Here's what I've realized a lot about people's lives. They want Jesus, the Shalom, but they're really not interested in Jesus the Tsar. And I want you to know, it's, it's both of them you have to have in your life. You will never experience the peace of God without God being Lord of your life. So it's, 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 you want peace in your relationships? Do your relationships God's way. You want peace in your finances? Do it God's way. You want peace in your, in your, in your um, family? Raise your family God's way. When God is Lord of your life, you experience peace in your life like you've never had before. That is what it means to put your faith in Jesus. So it's not just like, oh, well, I believe. No, it's a faith decision saying, I'm handing the controls of my life over to him. Here's the last note for you. Ready? When you follow God's plan, when you give him control of your life, when you release control to him, that is when you experience God's peace. And I want you to have that peace today at whatever location you're at. Why don't you close your eyes? Let's have a moment with you and God this Christmas Eve. Many of you guys, you feel far away from peace. Your life is chaos right now. I want you to experience that peace in your life in a way that you never thought was possible. First of all, you're here today and you don't have peace in your relationships. Invite God in the midst of that. Maybe you feel abused and neglected and, and offended. Just say, God, I want my peace even when people are crazy around me. Some of you, you're in the midst of a storm. It's a financial storm, a relational storm, or even a health storm in your life. Would you invite the Prince of Peace into that storm? Last group in here, and I wanna talk to you very clearly. 
you're in here today and your lack of peace is because you're separated from God because you've never put your faith in him. You've never given him control of your life. You can right now. You have not sinned too much. You have not gone too far to put, make that decision right now to put your faith in Jesus. All ages, all stages in life, no matter how far you've gone, I want you to know Jesus wants to forgive you. He wants to become the, the ruler of your life, and I promise you he'll lead you to a life of peace. If that's you today on the count of three, I'm gonna have you respond. A simple yet significant decision to give Jesus total control of your life. And here's how you're gonna respond. On the count of three, you're gonna throw that hand up, you're gonna wave it at me, and you're gonna put it right back down. That is your act of faith to saying, Aaron, I wanna be justified by faith. I wanna give Jesus control of my life, and I promise you, he'll change your life when you make this decision. You say, I don't know what to do with my sin, you give it to him. I don't know what to do with my marriage, you give it to him. I don't know what I do with my issues, you give it to him. And watch what happens when you follow God's plan, you're gonna experience God's peace. On the count of three, ready? If that's you, throw that hand up. It's your day to make a decision to follow Jesus. One, two, three. Throw those hands up all over this place. Wow, dozens of hands being raised all over. Brandon, throw those hands up. People in St. Petersburg, throw the hands up. Tampa Heights, throw it up, wave it at me, put it right back down. I see those hands all over this place. How about we all pray this prayer on Christmas Eve out loud together. Say, dear Jesus, come on, say it loud. Dear Jesus, I invite you to be the Prince of Peace in my life. I give you control of my past, my present, and my future. Forgive me. Today, I make a decision that you will be in control of my life. Not just today, but for the rest of my life. We pray this prayer in Jesus' name. And everybody that believes it says, Come on, can we give God some praise for the lives that have just been changed throughout Tampa Bay? What a great moment of salvation. Thank you for listening to the Radiant Church Podcast. For service times or giving options, visit us at weareradiant.com. 